Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Real spoilers powered by ReviewSTL.com. Warning, the following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example, Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. Silent Breed is people! I am your father. Get it? Real spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude, this is Real Spoilers, episode 272, the Easter yeah. box office report. Literally. We took a week off, so I guess you could say we have risen. We have risen. <laughs> we pushed the boulder away from the tomb. We are back in the light. Nice that you use that to make a, uh, a resurrection joke instead, and, of a instead of an erection joke. Well, you know... <laughs> It is Easter. And this is a Paul Walker themed episode. <laughs> yeah. uh, I've been saving them. Yeah, been, we'll be speaking of resurrecting <laughs> yeah. things. We'll be resurrecting Paul Walker jokes. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I guess let's go around the table and everyone can introduce themselves. This is Joe. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. And on the phone with us, we have a special guest. Hello, special guest. What's up, guys? I just noticed. Uh, I just, <laughs> was that like that last time on the computer where we had like a little picture where we could see him? No, because uh, we didn't have Jim Hill. I don't know that has a webcam or whatnot. <laughs> but um, for he's still rocking a TI ninety nine. Well, in his defense, a TI ninety nine four A. Well, you got you know right. not the crappy yeah. one. No, no, no. He had the good one. Yeah. Some uh, some shameless plugs. Knock those out quickly Do it Okay Don't forget We're available on iTunes You can go there Rate, review, subscribe You could join The League of Show Sharers uh, People who were kind enough To join the League of Show Sharers This week There are plenty A plethora uh, Is yes. there something new That would well, cause an influx of- <laughs> No Easy buddy No just cause the Easter holiday Yeah Well yeah It's just them, They're a little Easter present for us uh, Dustin at Nerds and Night Gaming uh, Travis Tewitt Linnea Thunsell J- Jason Herndon Timmy Tuzoons, Griffin Fox Smith, Brett Schulte, Tom Comiskey, Julianne Jordan, Tammy Sherman Powers, Brent Smith, or Brenton Smith, depending if you so on, choose. Yeah. Yeah, depending. Depending on whether or not he has a monocle. Correct. And a top hat. Ken Mills. Uh, Alex the Zilt's per- podcast, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah he, he shared an episode last week. It was nice. Uh, Alex Perozo, Lane Levanway, Andrew Ortman, Chris Sanders, and Librarian Cynthia. And uh, we also, yes, if the real spoilers page on Facebook <laughs> isn't enough for you. 
Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers. right. We now have an actual Facebook group. So you can join there and you can you can post stuff that will like we you know when you post on a page it just kind of gets buried on off to the side nobody ever sees right. it we're here it gets put in people's faces yeah, as a people more. respond to it it pops up you know it stays pretty high on the feed you can yeah. kind of, you know you can post within reason <laughs> yeah you know anything you want and we can still to, delete your stuff yeah, right, right? Yeah. So don't, don't like it <laughs> but i think i think that's the biggest part of the group versus the page is that it's more about discussion interaction with the listeners because yeah, on a page, like Tom says, if a person just posts something on a page, it's to the right side and it's very small. But on a group discussion, anyone can post and it comes front and center. It looks like a page from uh, or a post from the page. Yeah. So you're going to be able to get your link or your, you know, question, whatever, right up front. And then uh, it goes by uh, it's sorted by most recently discussed. Correct. So someone leaves a comment on something five things back. It actually rotates back up to the top. And people, you know, are more apt Facil- to see it. Facilitates discussion. It yeah. Does. So, yep. so please join that. There's a link on the Real Spoilers Facebook page. And or if you go to Facebook, you can just type in Real Spoilers League, and you'll start to see League of Show Sharers pop yeah. up, yeah. and you join that one. It'll have the uh, the logo is yeah. the, uh, the, the the chicken bagok. Yeah, yes. that's, that's our logo. Yeah, and so it's not one or the other. I mean, it, no, it, do them both. Yeah, at this point in time, it's not like you know, don't leave the page and go to the group. <laughs> but you know, the page is more for. What things. if someone wants to leave both of them? Well, well, then Joe comes by, and we know how he resolves his issues. <laughs> Takes care of that real yeah. quick. But if you uh, if you go to the page, that's going to be more posts. Obviously, new episodes, going to be interesting news items, entertainment related, all that stuff. But it's not so much discussion. Again, feel free to comment or whatever. But you know, if the listeners want to post something that they have seen recently, they're going to be more apt to be seen on the oh yeah. Of show like, shares. If you've seen, you know, you indulge yourself in a deep fried taco. Posting, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's yeah. Here. post a poster or something. Yeah, and Joe can tell you if you talk about Monster Squad, how right you are. Yeah, if you talk about anything else, any, how wrong you and are. And then any right thinking individual <laughs> yeah. will tell you how wrong. Right. I'm just saying, I feel like we have more supporters of the movie than we have deniers on the, uh, on, the on the page. I, uh, I disagree. <laughs> I don't disagree. Yeah. You don't disagree with myself. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait, wait a minute, Jeremy. Have you ever seen Monster Squad? No, I have not. Get okay. off the podcast. You are a lucky, <laughs> lucky individual. <laughs> we, all, we envy you. Or at least I, I got these. I got these jokers to watch it for a show. Oh, <laughs> man. It was great. I don't know how we let them rope us into I that. I'm very persuasive. <laughs> I guess if we do this long enough. <laughs> so uh, just, wear them, just a story of my life. Yeah. Just wear them down till they say yes. <laughs> that's I not mean, rapey I at all. Yeah, that's, yeah. And and you have two daughters. I have two. Yeah, you're gonna yeah. right. So it worked yeah, twice. How yeah. long have you been married? Uh, no, I'm just like, is this advice like, you would like them to take with no, they get yeah. older? No, just punch <laughs> them in the nards. <laughs> so your so your daughters will date wolfmen. That's well, whatever they, you know, I'm cool with it. Whatever they choose, as long as they don't turn into wolf ladies, I think that's fine. <laughs> but Joe is two for 365 times seven or something. Yeah, like. right. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah. That's a good, you can do the math. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, also, don't forget we're available on iTunes. Joe, yes. What would you say if I told you uh, we had a new? I'm gonna say we have one. We do have yeah. a new iTunes. I looked because you cheated. Yes, yeah, I did. you were <laughs> you were way too confident. So uh, this is from Shy Bun. Sure, sure, or She Bun. Either way, I don't know. Uh, so as long as it's not Man Bun. Yeah, like, yeah, but if they leave five stars, we're I guess that's true. We'll yeah, turn I'm, a blind I'm eye cool with it <laughs> ever so briefly to their man bun. So he and or she says really great. It's a very it's very enjoyable to listen to while you're brushing your teeth or something. 
<laughs> oh, thanks. Okay, I'll take it. I don't know. Yeah. Very entertaining, as well as saving. Does he me say I don't know? He does say okay. I don't know. He says uh, very entertaining, as well as saving me money, so I don't have to watch the movie myself. So thank you, she or Shybun, however you say that. <laughs> yeah, no. Thanks for thanks for you know. Shia LaBun. Shia LaBun. LaBun. Yeah. So, uh, so I guess that is it for the shameless plugs. We can now turn our eyes to the box office. Kevin has his abacus at the ready. Kevin. I do, Tom. And uh, if anyone thought that number one movie of the week wouldn't be, what is this called? Fast 8, Fast and the Furious. The fate, eight, fate of, of the, the Furious. Furious. The fate of the Furious. Okay, thank you. That's so obvious that they would go that route. If anyone thought that wasn't going to be number one, Why would weekend, they not spell it I know. F8? That is a, I thought that they did. Like, why like would until they Until I saw ha- the poster. It's going to be Fate of the Furious, and it should read... F and then the number eight yeah, yeah. of the Furious. I agree. This is the one time that that actually <laughs> yeah. works for them. So like. <laughs> here's my question. So this has to be one of the longest running franchises, right? I mean, you know, it's as long as you ignore James Bond. Well, no, no, that, that's the longest running of all right, time. But or yeah, Star no. Wars. No, I mean, Star, I mean, this comes. This or, is or Friday the Thirteenth. That's the other one that I was thinking. Or Halloween. No, Halloween's not on eight. No. So no, I was thinking the they, same thing though. They're on. Oh, so they technic- made it to eight. No, so technically. Oh, you mean longest run in terms of entries, not in terms yeah, of crit- like, like length of time. Correct. Yeah, right. Okay. That's what I mean. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing. So if you think about Star Wars, they're on eight. Star Wars is coming up on eight. Right. No, they are. With Rogue, they're oh, on eight oh, films in the actual franchise. I don't. So to me, like. Yeah. That's, what, yeah. Okay. I mean, it's an eighth that's film fair. in the it's franchise. Star Wars yeah. Right. No, that's true. Like, so that's, so you've got that. It's on the back end. It's and a then, Star Wars story. And then I was thinking of like, yeah. So, so J- Friday, Friday the 13th, 13th has 10 or. Well. Whatever. They have a total of 12, including yeah. a reboot. Yeah, so they've got that many. But I was thinking about then James Bond, obviously, is in the... 24? Yeah. No, 25 no. is the next one. Right? right? Yeah, they're getting up there 20, with, like... Wasn't Skyfall... It's in there. It's getting, yeah. It's approaching... It's going toward 30. Can, so. I, can I give you something that will really make you feel sad? Yeah. Please. Police Academy. How many of those are there? Eight. Really? So no. it's just tied Police there Academy. Are, there are eight Police Academy <laughs> I thought films. there were six. Nope, there are eight. Wow. But this is, I mean, Would but, you like me to rattle them all? Yeah, off or, yeah. Oh, please. Uh, Police Academy, Police Academy 2, Police Academy 3, Police Academy. No. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, it was really, he was, he was like, it's amazing that he can remember all this. Uh, let's see. How, what I'm trying to find out. There was Police Academy, and then Police Academy 2, their first assignment, and then Police Academy 3, back in training, Police Academy 4, Citizens on Par- Patrol. Police Academy 5, Assignment Miami Beach. Police Academy 6, City Under Siege. Police Academy 7, Mission to Moscow. I swear, this is only list 7, but if you ask I wonder if there's the a Google, TV movie. I wonder if there's like a made-for-TV one or something. Did Gutenberg star in all of them? No, he bailed okay. around the fourth one. Okay. Yeah. The Goot. <laughs> but yeah, I think you do get Michael Winslow in all of them. I think you probably do. Something tells me Michael Winslow didn't have a lot going on. There was like, also a live action series and an animated cartoon. I do the animated cartoon. That was a Saturday morning on CBS, I think. But either way, I mean, Fast and the Furious, the thing is, though, okay, so they're on number eight. There and- was a Police Academy Next Generation. Ah. And I think they considered that a new Wikipedia ah, did. Like a new. So, yeah. But But here's the thing, though. Has there ever been an eighth film, aside from James Bond or Star Wars, like... Has there ever been an eighth film that isn't in one of those pop culture just phenomenons? Friday the 13th. That has gone on to make 
a billion dollars. I mean, Police Academy. I think Friday the 13th has made a billion dollars collectively. Yeah, and Police Academy 8. Probably what? Do you, what did Police Academy Eight make? Do you have even a twenty bucks? Figure on I'm, that? you know, I'm I whatever been, Jeremy paid to go see it. I have been listening to a word you said because I've been reading up on Police Academy Eight, <laughs> and <laughs> a, apparently it came out in 2016. Ooh. That can't be. That has to be like a digital release. That can't be right. It was in a two pack with a Christmas Story two. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like slap shot. Yes. Um, wow. Then, and then I found an old article. From Hollywood Reporter from 2014 that said that they were trying to get Key and Peele to produce Police Academy reboot. See, now that would be smart to get two amazing writers to get in on something, reboot it, reach a whole different demographic, which is actually pretty much everyone when it comes to Key and Peele. But you know what I mean? They have they would put a completely different spin on it. Have a demographic. It's just people. Right, but that's what I'm saying. Like, they're going to reach more than just like, oh, okay, I love Police Academy, so I'll see eight. Like, it would freshen freshen up the franchise for younger people. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Do you think a police Police movie, Police Academy, Police Academy three, Citizens in the Sunken Place? (laughs) (laughs) Go to sleep. (laughs) So, so the deal is my my main point with this is so I don't. I mean, no, I agree. Police Academy Seven. I don't even have a budget on. I mean, these things are straight to video at this point, making no money. Uh, How about Fast and Furious making over five hundred million dollars already worldwide? It came out here in the U.S. three days ago. I will say this one is better than the last one. Well, let's get in. We'll We'll probably say that for a different episode, but. My point is, though, that most series, if they're not Star Wars, if they're not... They're petering out. By yeah, they're yes. petering out. Like, eight is a straight-to-video. Well, video. this one was petering out, and then they... Wait, I don't know your definition of that. You'd have well, to explain no, like, that. So, they were, they were on the decline. So, right? So, you had one with Vin Diesel. Two was, I mean, riding off the, the coattails of one. And then three was a completely different thing. And I don't think three did... Well, I think it did it okay. I think but that was talking, the one without Vin Diesel, right? And Paul Tokyo Walker. Drift. Yeah, there was nobody from. But that. Vin Diesel was in it. Uh, that, but but he wasn't the selling point. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. yeah, but Paul Walker was. Yeah, in but it. you're talking about a decline from five movies ago. You realize that's over a decade ago. These have not been on the decline. For no, a but long they they, time. they were on the decline, and then they realized oh, and then they rebooted. They they pretty much rebooted their franchise without rebooting it because like fat the fourth one fast Fast and Furious. Was like a time jump backwards, I think. Well, it's yeah, just doesn't Tokyo Drift technically take tech, place in the future before, thi- before this? Like tech, Tokyo yeah. Drift takes place after all of these movies. Three already. takes place between five or six and seven because uh, in Han. seven Han dies, and so obviously for him to be alive, it would have to be right before seven. Right. right. But it, but my point is though that when you say they were on the downcline, you're talking about after the first one. First I mean. Two. Well, but I mean, you can't really be. I mean, you have a they realize, the first I, they, one. But I think that I think they, what he's saying, and I, and I don't disagree. Is yeah. I think that that the franchise was on a trajectory that yes. said it was circling the drain, yes. and then somehow they revived it and turned it into, into a juggernaut, yeah. into and, what it is now. And so, yeah, the strength really came back when you're talking about you know with four, they did what they should have done from the beginning is kept the main characters in it. I because think, I think the main characters got too big for their britches. Yeah, I, I would exactly, agree wholeheartedly. I think, I think the reason it was circling the drain is Vin Diesel thought he could be a movie star in something that wasn't. Fast and Furious, yeah, uh, and that and he turned could. out like he did. I mean, Triple X, which I, that first one, 
did but well, but nothing has done what Fast no. and Furious has and, done. But then he no. tried it. But then the second one, he thought he was too good for that. That's true. And then they brought him back years later for a third <laughs> one, and nobody cared. Right. And then he tried to do bring back Riddick, and nobody, nobody cared. cared. Yeah, yeah. And absolutely. And then he tried to be like that dark and gritty action star that was doing like down at like man. No, there was like two or three action movies where it was like not fun. Like the movies weren't fun. I can't remember what they were called. Uh, he there. did that one that was basically like he turned his D and D character into a movie, and oh yeah, like that was bad. The Witcher, no, yeah. the Witch Hunter, something like that. Yeah, yeah, that's. I mean, that's really the one thing he starred in. Other than, I mean, a Guardians when he says, "I am Groot." Yeah, I mean, there's you got the kids movie tried to do, but you know it's a little early in his trajectory for the kids movie, right? So you've got you've got Eddie Murphy, <laughs> Tell got, to the Rock. Yeah, that's the Rock. The Rock, the Rock did all those kid movies. That's so he true. did the Walking Tall, and then he didn't do a kids. He didn't do an action movie comeback until that's true. Way later, you're right. The Rock in the Rock's case, it wasn't a okay. Now I've got to do kids movies. Like right. that's where I've moved on to. Like all the other, you know, aging he got that, actors. He got that Disney money. He he built his notoriety on that. So that was that was an exception. I have to think. But uh, no, Vin Diesel did the Pacifier, and then the Last Witch Hunter was really. I think the reason the Rock pulled it out because he was def. I think he was definitely on that trajectory. Like which he, one? What what do you mean? Which the downward? Trajectory? Yeah, the downward. Oh yeah, he, he was doing yeah. kids movies, and it was like you know, it, you know, and and not good kids movies. No, and I think I think the reason he pulled it out is because um, he's not an arrogant prick. And, I get that feeling, and he was willing to take smaller roles yep. in bigger movies, and and it gave him a credibility. That he wouldn't have had otherwise, and yeah. so he was making what the Tooth Fairy and things like yeah. that, and uh, escape to. But it was a resume builder, right? But instead, he's like, you know what? Yeah, I'll be the I'll be the third guy. And, be cool, and and uh, yeah. well, I think be cool was more like he wanted to do something. I think he was still new. He was trying, and he was trying to stretch because yeah. he played like didn't he play like a gay, he was a gay like uh, like say, performer yes. singer or something? Yeah, that, uh, but. Uh, but I think that he was like, yeah, I'll be the third guy in G.I. Joe. Sure. Like, why not? Yeah. You know, and and I think like over time and that's how I mean, that's how he entered this franchise is it he was, was like a side character. It was one more, you know, moderately well-known got, name to put on the, the poster. And now I, I mean, I think it's his franchise. I, I mean, I think that's why Vin Diesel and him don't get along. Yeah. I think yeah. Vin Diesel knows like he's like, I'm only going to make three more of these. And I think the studio is like, OK. Yeah, yeah. We'll hand <laughs> it over to the Rock. We're yeah. good. I'm fine with it. Yeah, and I, I do like after after seeing this one, like this is the one where I'm just like, this might not be Vince franchise, and this is not. <laughs> why, it, it's not. This may not be. This isn't. Yeah, like this was his movie, and yeah. Vin Diesel was a character. They flipped. Like they yeah. did from what did he show up in five? Was that right? That was the Fast first five one. Was yeah. The first one, and yeah. now they've flipped character. Like they've there was a character shift. Yeah, well, so, let's wait to get into that. Yes, but the the main thing that that we're getting to here is, I mean, the Fate of the Furious. This is the eighth movie in the franchise. It came out, you know, two or three days ago in the U.S. and worldwide, it has made five hundred thirty-two million dollars, <laughs> a half a billion dollars in two days. Warner Brothers is like, why can't we do that? Yeah, I mean this this franchise is just insane. So I, I you know, it's like th- these are billion dollar movies at this point. They know that if they make a Fast and Furious oh, yeah. movie, it's going to make a billion dollars. Where That's, are the uh, where are all the other car movies? I'm shocked. You know, I'm I mean, they tried with, it with what was it? Uh, Need, Need for, for Speed. Need for Speed. But other than that, nobody's even really attempted it. I think that they, in a weird way, they set the bar so high. 
That's and never stopped Hollywood before. That's true. That's true. Look, I know, but the problem is, though, okay, so at this point, this is almost like a Marvel film versus DC at this point. They're so established and they're so far in that if someone wants to do a Fast and Furious competitor, you would have to have so many names, you'd have to have so much talent, such a huge budget to even have people think about, well, well that's just a Fast and Furious I, knockoff. I gotta disagree. But if you could make half or a third yeah. of what this movie makes, it's worth it. If you if you do like a dirty... But they don't have the budget they're not going to risk 200 million dollars they do it all the time you could i mean you could remake bullet and just do that one scene yeah and, you, and you've you know the like french connection you say so. yeah i think if it was that easy that we'd be seeing it i think that i think people are scared that, that anything else is an imitation i mean when they'll sign up every crappy comic book that ever has been put out I mean, by snatching, idw snatching up everything now yeah There's, and but they but they won't be like let's make another car movie right <laughs> uh, you know i mean in the 70s it was nothing but car the, movies. all car movies right. yeah you know? but so this, this is the exception of the rule what's the what's the last great car movie that came out Tell me the last one. Fast no, I, I, no, no, that's well, what we're saying. I, I, this isn't a great car movie. So yeah, I, tell um, me the last great car movie. I mean, it's like this. This just it was Cannonball Run. Yeah, the first one. Yeah, I think about it, this was just magic. This Smoke was just the bandit. The fact that this but that's worked, older than Cannonball Run. Oh, this right. came out. This came out at the height of. I mean, this was this you know, was the, the early two thousands. This was two thousand one, wasn't it? Right. Yeah. So this was people, you know, souping up their cars and putting the neons in your car and all that stuff. And somehow it turned from that <laughs> when and, ja, when Ja Rule was popular. Right. Yeah. Think about it, though. Think about it. The first movie, Ja Rule. <laughs> the second movie, Lil Bow Wow. Or the third movie, sorry. Yeah, Ty, second movie. Tyrese and the second and, movie. No, Ludacris was the second. Was he in the second? Movie. Oh yeah, yeah. But Tyrese is the main he's still character, around, right? And he one of them. Uh, they both are. Yeah, yeah Tyrese yeah, yeah. and Ludacris are both. But around. I'm just saying, like, I'm talking about like pop culture rappers, artists going into the uh, film world. So you had like the artists were Ja Rule, then it was Tyrese <laughs> and Ludacris, then it was Lil Bow Wow, yeah. and now we've got The Rock. You know, <laughs> and like think of how this franchise has transformed. So somehow they, they just, figured out the formula. They like, just and that fifth one, the fourth yeah. one was a little wonky, but it still made a bunch of money. Yeah. And that fifth one yeah. is where they were like, "Oh no, we're gonna go yeah. balls out and yeah. just the most ridiculous." And in this one, we'll get into it. Just does the same thing. I believe the <laughs> I believe the fifth one is the highest critically revered film since the fifth the one's beginning. a lot of fun. That fifth one was right. a, was a lot is that of the one with Mexican tunnels. That was uh, one, no, that was that, four. That, I think the Rock was in the fifth. So that's the fifth, the, thing. The, the, no. the in the fifth one, it's the one with Gina Carano and Luke. And this is where Luke. That's where Luke Evans came from. Is that fifth movie? Okay. Um, where they have like their, uh, yeah, where the Rock is on the chase. The Rock is the one yeah. chasing down Vin Diesel, yeah. and they have they're running through like Brazil. I think. I don't think it's any coincidence that the fifth one is what really started this. The one through four are a different movie. Five through eight are superhero movies. Yes. And The Rock joined in five, and that is not coincidence. No. I mean, it, it transformed it. So I just, it's amazing that right here you've got the eighth entry into a car racing franchise yeah. making a half a billion dollars in three days. It's not a car racing franchise anymore. But, but that's what I'm saying. Like, this isn't a Marvel property. This isn't a, I mean, this started out as, you know, the Fast and the Furious was Point Break remade into a car racing movie. Yep, like, pretty much. Think about that on paper, how that sounds, and would you ever, no one ever thought that that would have been no. a billion Universal's dollar like, ha yeah. ha. <laughs> it was right place, right time. Someone made a lucky Lighting guess. in a bottle. And it it just real quick, recent yeah. car movies, Italian Job. Oh, good call. And Mad Max. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, see, I don't consider Mad Max a oh, car movie. Oh, that absolutely movie. is a car How movie. How is that not a car movie? They get in a car yeah. and, and the they opening drive, scene, and then they drive yeah. that car for an hour and forty-five minutes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, while other cars chase them. 
It's an hour and a half chase scene. Yeah, I can I can see it, but I still disagree. Italian job is good. When I think too. of when I think of heists and racing and car, I just that is a Mad heist. Max. They stole, is, they stole the water. I get it, but I'm just saying that the <laughs> Mad Max is such a weird, strange thing that sits on like that's its own genre. Mad Max to me is just you're this, right. Post apocalyptic. This incredible thing that happened <laughs> that I've never seen before. Don't know if we'll ever see again unless George Miller gets yeah, behind the you'll, camera. You'll see one another twenty years. Yeah, it's so. But but yeah, I totally. I mean, Mad Max is brilliant, and uh, yeah, Italian job remake was good yeah but other than that i mean it's like fast and furious i still say someone needs re- oh yeah. yeah i'll give you death proof was it i'm trying to remember that one that that's was the half that was a movie that's, that's, that's not it's not half a movie it's an hour it's, it's an hour and ten well right death but, proof, sorry i was thinking death race and so that's i was like but that wasn't good <laughs> yeah and, but death proof okay yeah yeah, yeah, yeah that was half good. of the double feature with tarantino but it's still a full like, yeah, yeah, yeah. feature yeah. so yeah. it's not like it's not like they did two 45 minute movies no no no, right? no, no, you know? no i just mean it's not like on its own it wasn't like you know it was part of that two pack no they yeah. split it they 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 released that on its own for about a week and then oh. they split it in theaters. Really? Yeah, yeah. I just remember it coming out with I did uh, too. fake trailers oh, yeah. and two in a row. And fake of... trailers of movies that actually got made. Yeah, <laughs> Machete. Machete got yeah. made. Yeah. Twice. <laughs> ended up retroactively not being fake trailers. Right. Yeah. Gotta hope that doesn't happen with our fake news. Oh, no. <laughs> it already did. Don't worry. <laughs> but think about this. So, Fate of the Furious, the eighth entry into this franchise, $250 million budget. At this point, giving this franchise $250 million is like, whatever. They just throw them 250 yeah. I mean, Sure, man. They whatever. know they're going to make three days yeah over 500 million in three days 250 that's yep. t- they're they're in profit now like, i i you know? i'm interested to see they, they does this franchise does it have toys no no they used to have a video game i know I they had like, video games but you they would don't have think toys. that you'd be able to go and like buy the little cars and stuff nope. nope it doesn't even do that it's not like a car's property they don't i mean i think they do have probably some random like high-end more high-end tiny, yeah, for adults yeah, yeah. but it's collector not, stuff yeah but yeah. it's not like walmart target toy aisle toys yeah right? yeah you don't get to see that they're not lined up next yeah. to the x-men i mean the, right this it just seems like a missed opportunity yeah sure. well maybe it's not when, right, when you yeah. make 500 million dollars in three days yeah it's nuts so anyway uh obviously fate of the furious number one this weekend and we'll get into that one next time but coming in at number two the boss baby so again i mean this this has kind of taken over uh the lead from beauty and the beast it made another 15.5 million which is a 41 percent drop we were off last week but it also um was i think it was number one last week but it has made 116 million dollars and it has made another 120 some odd overseas so you're talking about this one being a quarter of a billion dollars and uh i don't have a budget on it but what do, what do you think you saw tom i, saw I thought it was uh, fine i saw like it. I, th- yeah. I thought it was like it was weird weird in that like the the premise of the story leads you to ask questions like if this if the the baby we talked about this we did yeah the baby comes down from heaven is like middle management and he's got and he wants to get back there's up a, to heaven so he can go back well, to there, work yeah well there's a there's a they're trying to um <laughs> the, the puppies are starting to take over the the love for the babies right so he has been sent they've they've sent these different babies down to these parents of puppy co to figure out what the hell there is some new puppy that is coming out that's going to destroy all of the like love a designer puppy. a designer puppy yeah so they are <laughs> and, sent to yeah but it's it but it's like but if this but if the baby succeeds and goes back to heaven then then this now family these stands parents baby. will have lost a baby so i'm like a baby who has no physical traits of either parents by the way yeah <laughs> like they're both brown you know they have brunettes and then she, he's a blonde yeah it's like well and so it was just like you know and they do eventually kind of have an answer for that but still i spent a lot of the movie yeah. asking questions of like but that would mean 
this other really dark thing. <laughs> my, my, that would mean this other really dark yeah, thing. Yeah, my did first that thought is like Men in Black, like the memory eraser. That's basically what they, that's that's what what yeah. they end that's up doing. That's the only answer you can but, have for that. When you, in, when you introduce a member of your family, a child losing they that, really, how else do you... They really needed to like kind of have that, that reveal a little earlier yeah. in the film. It's like literally it, like 10 minutes. The last 10 minutes, minutes of the movie. Yeah. Because wow. I spent the whole movie like, well, if he gets... If he succeeds, then they think that their baby died. Like that's... Not yeah. fun or stolen. Yeah, either or. But I guess you will see another boss baby movie based oh, yeah. on how yeah, big time. So I, have... I heard there's going to be a prequel where um he has to fight a coat hanger. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, the curved end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a... too soon. <laughs> Not really. No. Okay. I figure those things those, those things have been around for a while. Yeah. Yeah. It's... I think it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to the show, Jeremy. <laughs> so I have, uh, according to Wikipedia, which, as we know, is never wrong, $125 million budget. So we're looking at about $250 million. So it's in the profit zone. It's week three. It's it's coming in at number two at the box office. So it still has money to be made. Uh, so that's a win for them. And that's yeah. DreamWorks, right? Uh, yeah. 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 DreamWorks. I mean, DreamWorks. No, it's a box. Uh, uh-uh, it was DreamWorks. Is really? it? Yeah, it says Fox on my sheet. I wonder if they both did. Or it. maybe they like distributed. A, it. Yeah, yeah, maybe it was yeah they, they they did the whole little Shrek. They were oh, probably yeah, 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 yeah they're yeah. probably like a digital distribution or. something. I didn't realize Fox had would team up with DreamWorks. I wonder if DreamWorks teamed up with Fox. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, you know, they they're pretty solid. Their track record is uh, pretty good. So we'll have to see what comes uh, in the following weeks. But number three, Beauty and the Beast. This is the movie that just crossed a billion dollars last week. So uh, I y- sent them a card. You did? Yeah. <laughs> just congratulating. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. Yeah. That's really nice of you. So yeah, Beauty and the Beast made another thirteen point six million, a forty two percent drop in week. Five, it is up to four hundred and fifty-four million dollars domestic, another five hundred and eighty-eight million dollars. So uh, they're at uh, one point zero four billion dollars. I wonder if Disney can like go to the government and say, "Can you just change the one dollar bill to have <laughs> Disney Walt on Disney the, on the, on the on it? Because yeah. that's just our money now. <laughs> yeah, it's well deserved too. That's the thing with Disney. Oh it's yeah, like, like they're making, they're putting out good they stuff. They put right. out that's, solid yeah. product. It's and, not like Warner Brothers where you're failing. Despite your, yeah, you're despite right. yourself, like too big to fail. Like, yeah, okay, right. it's got Batman and it. it's going to make seven hundred million dollars. <laughs> right, right. But does it really deserve it? <laughs> no. But, but yeah, Disney obviously is is doing quite well. So yeah, Beauty and the Beast uh, is still uh, making a ton of money. I love seeing these people. So obviously, talking about Disney, we we kind of should talk about briefly the the last Jedi trailer. I love these people who are just like, it better not be like Empire. Oh, it's just like Empire. Well, it's just like. Man, can you just be happy? <laughs> can you just enjoy the fact that we're getting a Star Wars movie? I don't think it's going to be like Empire. I do, that's not they did that obviously with the with Force Awakens just to get everybody back like we're back, we're going to do this in a, you know, a certain way. And it's I just I cannot believe that people are just like, "Nope, Star Wars sucks." I'm like I, I think I like the world better when like if 1% of the fandom didn't like something they couldn't just completely commandeer the yeah. internet with your yeah. with their yeah. like, <laughs> like the very loud minority yeah. is what has taken over the internet and i agree i so with the force awakens my i loved the movie so much fun saw it two or three times in theaters don't it. let jeremy talk <laughs> I, I i we're not gonna let yeah yeah we can't let jeremy but no but with the force awakens i love the movie it was such a fun experience but my only complaint and not saying there weren't nitpicky things whatever but my big complaint was it was so similar to episode four but that's it i still enjoyed it i didn't say it was terrible because of it but i'm like 
you know, the next one better not be just a mirror of Empire. But still, I, I loved the movie, and I don't think this will do it. I think The Force Awakens was a necessary evil. I agree. We had just yeah. been through three terrible terrible prequels they needed to remind people why they love yes, star wars exactly and the people that are like oh it was too similar to new hope like they're not wrong like no, I, yeah. I, I but nope. i but i also think that it needed to occur yes. absolutely you needed, you needed to like they remind it's, it's us. a palate cleanser pretty much as yeah. what it yeah. is like absolutely this is, this is why you yeah. like it remember how good the original you know the the OG yeah, right. trilogy was right. remember how good it was remember how amazing star wars was you know if you saw it in 77 like tom did like remember what that felt like and i wasn't tom there drove himself to the theater <laughs> <laughs> but I wasn't there in 77 I didn't see it in theaters but I still grew up with it and when I saw The Force Awakens I was like yes this is Star Wars so they set us back on the track yeah it did uh, mirror episode 4 yeah. but but it still introduced us to new characters and, and some new ideas and I think that this movie is now going to veer off that path and I don't I, think it will be the same I think she's a great Jedi that's what I think well, okay. which means she can she walks that line where she's not dark she's not the, part of the dark side she's not a complete Jedi, like she totes that line. Well, so you're saying she's force sensitive, but she's not. A no, Jedi. no, no. I think she's a Jedi. She's a Jedi, but there are Ryan Johnson just told us who the last Jedi was. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, he did. You're Te- right. Technically, she's not a Jedi. She hasn't been trained. She, okay, but she's she, force sensitive. She is going to be though. She's going to be a Jedi, but she's going to be there. The gray Jedi are are a group that can move back and forth gotcha. to the light and the dark. Well, and I think that's what we've got coming for Luke, or he's the dark side. Well, that's what I'm saying. Obviously, he's Jedi and good guy, but that's he's always like. If you ever read any of the EU stuff, yeah, he did go dark. Well, he's always been tempted. That's yeah. the problem. It's, I mean, it's that <laughs> stinking Skywalker blood. Yeah, line. just like we saw in the prequels, which yeah. were not good, but still, it's that temptation to move to the dark side. And so, Luke obviously is a very powerful Jedi, and I think that's where we're heading. But but uh, Ryan Johnson came out and in an interview, and he was trying to kind of beat around the bush at, at the you know at first, and then at the end, he's just like. Luke's is the last Jedi. I, but like, I don't, I don't believe that for a second. Oh, I come think on! Why clear. would they give that away at the at, before? Because the he said it was clear. Yet. He said at the beginning of Force Awakens, it says that Luke's the last Jedi, and he's hiding. I'll have to wait and see. Yeah, maybe, so. maybe he, maybe she yeah. will be the last Jedi. Maybe she will. It's maybe, not written. Maybe yet. she'll be the first Jedi. Oh, yeah, could be. There see? it is. Yeah, yeah. So there might be some trickiness going on. Oh, and also Carrie Fisher not in Episode Nine, which I think we knew that, right? Like they well, said that they were tiptoeing around because Todd Fisher said they were going to repurpose their footage, <laughs> oh. and then we were wondering where they're going to do the CG thing. And so Kathleen Kennedy came out at Celebration this past week, and she said Carrie is in Episode Eight. She's amazing. We finished filming, but we totally rewrote nine after that happened oh, so okay so there's going to be an explanation and i heard they were not. just going to use uh, all deleted scenes from under the rainbow <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's what they're gonna do yeah, yeah. they're not just, they were just gonna like uh color over all the munchkins make them look like ewoks <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no it'll be fine yeah yeah nobody will ever tell be, <laughs> our cg is so on point now yeah nobody will even know <laughs> that's actually i'm glad they did that though like I didn't, I did not like as as fun as that last sequence. I in know. Rogue One you don't want to see a whole movie. I don't want. You couldn't handle movie. a whole movie. No, of it. no you couldn't. No. No. That five second burst was just perfect. The way it was, like porn. <laughs> oh, five, <laughs> two minutes. You know. oh, I, just meant the, I just meant the burst. Oh, part. right. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah two minutes. You need to have that That's gonna chafe. I'm in the wrong business. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I'm I'm very happy with that. I think that they're going to do episode eight. Will be a good send off. I know they're going to sure. do it right. Oh yeah. This is a friend of theirs. This is family to them. Uh, and the way they talk about Carrie and and how long this relationship has been. And then some other people online recently I noticed were like, well, they said Carrie won't be in it. 
it, but they didn't say Princess Leia wouldn't be in it. And I'm like, they're not no, going to recast not, her. Right. That's what no. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Kathleen Kennedy is not being cute when she says Carrie isn't a yeah. nine. Carrie is Leia. Yeah. Leia is Carrie. Right. There's like, no other. The only Princess way. Leia. The only way they would ever recast her. A prequel, a prequel when she's prequel. younger, so, right, yeah. right, right? Like with right. Han Solo. Yeah, that's the that's only different. way. No. Not a chance. Unless they do a prequel, and then four and then years from right. now, <laughs> they're still making these movies. And what it's do you the mean, same still? Actress. When yeah. they're going to be making these movies? <laughs> yeah. When they're making these movies? Exactly. So moving on to number four, Smurfs: The Lost Village, which we did not re- review to the dismay of some of our. Yeah, we did have some votes for that. One. Yeah. I did like that, Kevin. So on our uh, group page, we posted a, a poll. Uh, you could either we of what we would review. So it was Fast Eight, Monster Squad, and uh, the Smurfs. And Monster Squad for about <laughs> five minutes was in the lead. And Kevin's <laughs> like, I think I've made a mistake. Yeah, it was hilarious because at first it was. We well, just post an old episode. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Well, and that's the funny thing too is I'm like, wait a minute, have these listeners not? Do they not realize no, we have a whole just, episode? They just about wanted Monster to talk Squad? about it again. But I uh, know, luckily, Fast Eight pulled out. Well, hey, you know. yeah, well, <laughs> but uh, Fast Eight took the ve- a very large lead, yes, so I'm like, okay, yeah. this makes more sense. I did like that my wife also voted for Fast Eight. <laughs> yeah, right. She's like, she's yes, like, I'm sick of this. I've heard this enough. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, exactly. I'm like, this is hilarious. Are we going to have to talk about Monster Squad again? <laughs> like, yes, we are. Oh, no, never. <laughs> but uh, Smurfs The Lost Village made $6.5 million in week two, which is a 50% drop. So, Is this I, the third or fourth entry into this franchise? Uh, Third, second, or third? Not. No, it's at least definitely. the third. Yeah, because like, who was second. the who was Gargamel? Was it Jason Lee? No, he was an. That was a Hank Azaria. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it, it was, was Hank Azaria. Azaria. Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah. So this uh, this made like around twelve million dollars last week while we were off. It made another six million this week, and it is at twenty four million dollars and uh, seventy million overseas because. Because it's overseas, yeah. So it's at uh, approaching a hundred million on a sixty million dollar budget. So it's probably not going to lose money. Yeah. So Smurfs five, I guess. They've got a pretty good voice cast, I think. Like they've got some pretty good comedic uh, voice casting on this one. They've got man, I can't remember who it was. Well, well, let me ask. So Tom, you saw this movie? No. No, you didn't. <laughs> oh, so you just guessed. What? I, I saw your mini review on the... Uh, oh, yeah. My yeah. mini review was, it blew. <laughs> no, I got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Reads so, a little funnier than it. I right. just wanted to understand. So, like, the, the whole... Well, I this mean, is a straight-up cartoon, right? Yeah. Like, up till now. So, I mean, really, I guess you could say this is a, a reboot of the franchise, because uh, it had been live action. Yeah, well, no. The, the Smurfs no, were CG. CG. Well, they were CG, but, but they, they were they interacted with but live But there were live people, people yeah. and this yes. is just a straight-up cartoon, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, I guess yeah. my question was, since the beginning of time, the, the thing yeah, that... Yeah, if you're going to tell me those other two Smurf movies were ca- were count as cartoons, <laughs> and you got to call Star Wars a cartoon. <laughs> right. yeah. you got to call Fast and exactly. Furious a cartoon. Oh, big time. So, the, I was... I was going to ask you thinking you had seen it i'm like everyone has always thought like smurfette is the one female smurf in the entire smurf village like right. oh how, yeah that just doesn't make sense like from a, no i mean it makes sense well there's a way in which it makes sense but not the kids movie. <laughs> right. yeah. so in this movie like i feel like when i saw the trailer they actually called it out and she's like i'm the only girl here and like i was wondering what do they do with that storyline i just uh i mean i think we know what they do with well the that. porn parody pretty much writes itself <laughs> right yeah so i want to know what the hell do they actually do in this movie but i don't want to know yeah i guess i don't we'll, want to know i think they introduced another girl it. one in this one well, i guess some girl on girl smurf action <laughs> i mean at that point she's like i gotta get something else yeah <laughs> boy how boy wouldn't that be a a, a kick in the nuts <laughs> yeah. You no! the entire, yeah one girl you introduce a second one and she turns out that they're gay <laughs> yeah. that would damn it well, son of a bitch 
I guess we're all gay now too. <laughs> I think a lot of them were already. That's probably true. Yeah, you know, gay for the stay. Yeah, yeah. gay for the stay. <laughs> so coming in at number five, going in style. Now is that the old man? Yeah, uh, it's, the re- yes. it's that remake of the George Burns flick. Okay, directed so. by Zach Braff. Yeah, really? Yes, yeah. Zach Braff directed that. Correct. I mean, I saw how that worked out with this last movie. Yeah, what was that? The, the exactly. Yeah, whatever the one, whatever the one that isn't Garden State, because Garden yeah. State is absolutely one of my favorite movies of all time. And then his second movie, after he kickstarted it and it made, oh, that's remember right. it was a big yeah. brouhaha because why are people that are actually in the industry kickstarting when they can get financial backers? And it made, you know, it was at that time I think the highest raised Kickstarter. And it was also by someone that like could get funding theoretically. Right. He could have so, put up his own money, right? So yeah. it was a big deal. Um, but man, I saw it, and oh, that that's was, why it was kickstarted. It was bad. Nope. I mean, it was just so boring. I, I don't could, understand why people were mad about that. Then don't give money to his Kickstarter. Yeah, it's not that difficult. If, if you he, if people gave money to his Kickstarter, then then that they wanted to see it, and then that's yeah, how I, capitalism I, works. Yeah, yeah. I, no, I I'm totally with you. I didn't get the outrage part of it, yeah. but it was part of that huge thing. That uh, but well, anyway, was the other one Veronica Mars? But Veronica well, Mars, Veronica Mars. Mars but Veronica Mars too. wasn't get; they couldn't get it made. Nobody would back them. Nobody would back it. But like now, the, but yeah, because now the highest grossing entertainment based Kickstarter is Mystery Science Theater three thousand. Is that right? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it made like six point three million dollars or something. Sweet. So uh, going back to uh, going in style, the remake, I guess six point three million dollars. Uh, that is in week two. That's a forty. 40- Six percent drop. It has made it has made twenty three million dollars on a twenty five million dollar budget. Uh, it has eleven foreign actually. So even the old people are going to go see Fast Eight. Like, <laughs> right. nah, I'm good. So it's around thirty five on a twenty five. I mean, it's not uh, setting the world ablaze or anything like that. So yeah, I guess it's kind of just a ho ho hum old person. Yeah, it was not very good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you ah, did see it? I did see it. Okay, it so not, not worth your no. It's not grumpy old men. No, no, That's, not at all. Which is a shame. Yeah. yeah, swing and a miss. It would have been nice to have a movie like that, but right? It, this was not it. Yeah, sometimes it works, but yeah. it's it's uh, few and far between. How was Alan Alda? Uh, Arkin. I, I was like, <laughs> Alan I, I'm Alda. Like, I don't know. He Alan, wasn't Alan in Arkin. It. Yeah. Um. Fine. I, I mean, it wasn't their fault. Yeah. It was just a lazy script. Oh. Okay. Gotcha. Let me put it this way: There's like a twenty-five, thirty-minute sequence where they decide to um to practice for the bank robbery uh-huh. by robbing a grocery store. Uh-huh. And that sequence involves them doing nothing but shoplifting. <laughs> now, I don't know how that helps you prepare rob to rob a, a bank because <laughs> you don't shoplift money right at a bank. You just they don't yeah. have shelves full of money that you can just put <laughs> in your pocket. So I don't. Is that really, how banks work? And like nobody, I'm like nobody really. While they were making this, goes how does this prepare them to rob a bank? There's no corollary between shoplifting and bank robbery, but but it's still. A third of the movie. Oh, yeah, it's Jeez. 25 to 30 oh, minutes. It's a long scene. It goes on and on. So basically, they had these guys on set for a very limited amount of time, and they got this scene, and they're like, this is what we got. Like, I don't know what this they, must have been. Like, I don't know what they were doing. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. Well, so there's that. Uh, <laughs> $35 million on a $25 million budget, and it is uh, number five in week two. So uh, it doesn't have too much time to make that it's, money back. I mean, May's going to be a tough. May is chock full is there and something it, coming out in may uh there's a lot of things coming out. <laughs> i think all of the movies for the summer oh, are coming out in the may. movies gotcha yeah, yeah number six gifted made three million dollars uh that is a 572 percent increase apparently that just got wide release uh so that is all of the money that movie has made and that's a uh, chris evans movie does he punch nazis 
I don't believe in this one. Then I'm not but I haven't it. seen it. No, I mean, I can't tell oh, you for sure. Right. But uh, that's directed by Mark Webb. Yeah. So, oh, all right. I mean, 500 Days of Summer, The Amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> I thought you were going to leave those two out. That guy had a brief <laughs> window. He did. He's one, he one capitalized. Well, leave those two out. Oh, you meant Spider-Man? Because I'm like, yeah. those are the two things he's done. He's done 500 Days of Summer, <laughs> then two Amazing Spider-Man. He's also, the, uh, I think, one of the executive producers of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Oh, oh, the one you nice. are, you you love that show. That show is awesome, man. <laughs> That's a great show. Have you heard the good word about the crazy ex girlfriend? That's great. <laughs> so uh, that movie, uh, I don't. Speaking of that, what a weird. So I just watched John Wick again. Uh-huh. You know, Ava Longoria Longoria was an exec producer on that movie. Yeah, it's weird how that works. That out is sometimes. very odd. Yeah, and uh, I mean, was... when you have friends, I mean, they they have no. Money, that's true. You know yeah, what I, I mean? Just, like, I just, like I saw her name as an exec producer. I was like, well, that's a weird. Let's name. Let's say Keanu Reeves that. is friends with Ava Longoria, and she's got all that. What's the know? show she does? Desperate that, Housewives. Desperate, Desperate Housewives. Housewives. So she, he's like, hey, I've got a really good thing. You want to invest and make a hundred or not a hundred, but like ten million dollars <laughs> or whatever? Okay. Sure, why yeah. not? Nope. Exec producer, just give me your money. That's like Mel Mel Brooks, producer on The Fly, The Fly, and on Elephant Man. Yeah, yep, yep, yeah, and he actually said like don't put my name like he's in the yeah. credits but they don't they didn't do like an above the title yeah. because he's like people will think it's a joke <laughs> yeah right. and then and, you know yeah and he's like his, so you got his, his, just like after earth he, well <laughs> M. Night Shyamalan and it was a joke so right. that, yeah, perfect yeah, right really the, the, the odds were stacked Absolutely. oh it's the new Mel Brooks fly movie wait yeah. why is his penis falling off <laughs> Not Mel Brooks's. <laughs> fell out of his fly. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I just threw up his own food. Uh, number seven, <laughs> get out. Oh, all right. It's still. That's, I love it, man. <laughs> I mean, this is absolutely incredible. The, uh, they probably would have been happy with $3 million in week three. Yeah. yeah. And you like, kidding, right? you know, yeah. to still be doing that. $2.9 million, a 28% drop in week eight. $167 million on a $4.5 million budget and another $16 million overseas, whatever. But we're talking about about 185 million on a five million dollar i wonder if this is can you look up what paranormal activity did well as far as like that lo- percentage will never be that was like no, no, nineteen thousand dollars oh no no i just want to see how yeah. much it ended up making okay like and it's by the time it was done like i'm just curious like, a, like 120 it was close some i'm just wondering if this is blumhouse's biggest movie uh, I don't think so. Yeah, this is what uh, Paranormal Activity was 107 domestic and 85 foreign. Okay. So, so one, a much bigger foreign. Uh, close to 194 million okay. worldwide. Okay. But but the when we're talking about ratios and percentages. Well, sure, sure. Nine, again, $15,000. <laughs> that wasn't million. $15,000. Yeah. Like, like we could get together $15,000 and give it to someone to make a movie if it was going to yeah. make $200 million. Like, I would do that. I will yeah, come I up would, with yeah, 5000 5, right now for yes, you, right? I will write. Uh, right so i mean like that's an amount of money that if someone has a good idea and you want to be an investor on it like you could you could make that happen yes you can and this movie made 200 million dollars and what like six seven sequels and uh whatever it spurred five for sure. five okay yeah. so i mean i guess six the ghost dimension and the marked ones were four and or four. five and six okay all right so six sequels uh you know so obviously that franchise is insane but uh that i don't know that that ratio of budget to box office will ever be made again that no. would be pretty tough to yeah, pull off be. yeah absolutely because i mean basically at this point when you make 200 million dollars and your budget's fifteen thousand, it may as well be free to to oh yeah yeah 200 million i mean that's nothing right yeah so anyway, yeah, good for Get Out. That's incredible. Number eight, Power Rangers, the reboot, $2.8 million, a 54% drop. It's up to $80 million on a $100 million domestic. We go over to the foreign side, 
47 million. It didn't, it wasn't the foreign juggernaut that oh, I would have thought it would have been. Thank God. Yeah, that means it's going to so, not get, we're not, oh, we won't get another oh, one. Thank God. Oh, yeah. I mean, seriously, though, 80 million plus 47. I'm surprised, honestly. 130 million on a $100 million budget? That's awful. Yeah. I well, mean, it deserves to be awful. Now, I don't know toy selling. I don't know what toys do in the Power Rangers world. They may yeah. have sold a. 200 million in toys so you know there may be something behind yeah, the scenes maybe. we're not seeing as far as profit but goes, you would but think in order to see a, a, a major spike in toy sales you would think yeah. it needs to be a movie that a lot of people saw and loved and 80 million dollars tells me it's not that right yeah no it's not a uh it's not a phenomenon so right. certainly and it didn't deserve to be and you can go listen to that episode so <laughs> uh but i'm just surprised i thought the foreign would have saved it yeah i thought it would have been stronger would have too and it didn't so. and it released everywhere right like it's out everywhere. oh by now it's week four i'm i don't think they're waiting on many and they they can't afford to wait on many yeah, like that's true. at this point they need some money so uh anyway that was number eight number nine the case for christ tom i'm gonna let you tackle this uh they're in favor of Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything about this movie. I, I mean, it looks like it's one of those mega, mega church movies. Uh, it's like, you know, like God is not dead or yeah. whatever. Yeah. So I mean, just based on the title. I mean, it's apparently in week two. So it came out I while feel like we they were missed out. the boat on that one. Should have released it a week or later. Well, if it's week two. No, it's week two. So this is Easter. This week yeah, two. Yeah, they're hoping to pick up that Easter. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, we weren't here last week, but it's a 31% drop. So, I mean, this movie's at $8.5 million. I don't know uh, much about it. I'm looking at the names. I don't see uh, actors that I recognize or anything, but it made $8.5 million. So, if it's one of these smaller budget ones, then... It yeah, it probably was. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, lo- you know, it looks like it's probably one of those, It you know... It's it like definitely a, looks more it's art like a house Bloomhouse than Jesus movie. <laughs> yes, it, it looks more. Yeah, it looks more art house than Passion of the Christ. You know, it's not yeah. a big budget one. So uh, eight point five million on that in two weeks. So we'll have to see if a budget comes out to even compare that. But they're probably happy with that. And rounding out the number, uh, rounding out the top ten, Kong Skull Island still Ooh. hanging around in week six. Two point six million, a fifty two percent drop in week six. One hundred and sixty one million dollars domestic, and another three hundred and ninety one overseas. Look at that big old Kong making all that money. Five hundred and fifty million worldwide on a one eighty five million dollar budget. So I think that the uh, they're probably going to greenlight those sequels. Oh, you know, yeah. it's already, interesting though how there's like a ceiling on these movies. Like they don't ever seem like they 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 just can't get into that superhero realm. They're close, but no, you're not five hundred million. It should be it, well, superhero realms. I guess a that's billion. Really, yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, this superhero is, is guaranteed billion. Like, this is their point. marquee character for right. a movie. Like, this and Godzilla, and they both kind of stall out around there. Kind of like this, this the Star Trek, yeah, idea. So will will their Godzilla versus King Kong do better than Batman v Superman? Yeah, will, will it be they their, be able to get to will the it be their oh, Avengers? Yeah. It could. Right. I mean, if they're doing they they've had two good lead up movies, right? Yeah. You're gonna have a third one. There's going to be an, uh, another a Godzilla sequel before we get to King Kong versus Godzilla. Um, yeah, if they just keep making good movies, right. you're going to get there. Because at this point, Tom, so Kong Skull Island, I know you weren't crazy about it, but oh, I liked it. Yeah, we liked yeah, it. Yeah, no, they were. All, I mean, we all pretty much liked it. But what I'm saying is that would you watch that over any DC? Oh yeah, ex- you know, cinematic not universe. A, not even a close call. Yeah, yeah. So if you if you've got bvs making 800 million let's say and then you have these kong and godzilla godzilla was really good i enjoyed kong thought it was really entertaining so if you have those two coming together and they're actually it's good it's also weird i think that there is a shift at dc and i'm not saying that i I get it i know that it's just like we've been had before (laughs) but i think the idea that they're adding the three directors that they've added yeah 
with Matt Reeves, Joss Whedon, and Chris McKay. Those are three very different directors that but in their own right are all very strong absolutely but they're not Zack snyder like if you look at their movies they look nothing like a Zack snyder movie i i you know looking at that wonder woman stuff i think that looks that the stuff that in those trailers again (laughs) in the trailer the stuff on themskira we get looks completely different so i wonder if there is some and unfortunately they show that justice league trail i was like well you know what's funny You know, it's funny about that. So I was, when I was online, I realized that Wonder Woman comes out in a month and a half. Yeah. I had no idea. That is so far off my radar at this point. They've said that they they might be keeping it on the down low. Like they're not going to, they're not. A month and a half. Wonder Woman, like one of the biggest characters in comics history. She is like, to me, female characters, she's it. Like she's. Right, right. I'm just talking about like there's Batman, there's Superman, there's Wonder Woman. Yeah. And like that movie. They are the Trinity. Like that's. And that movie's out in a month and a half. She's never. Her books have never sold. No, I agree. But she's always been front and center. Like yeah. they always put her there with those with Batman and Superman. She's sure. always right. But in the, the fact that that could sneak up on you, I'm just like, yeah, seriously, that's out in a month and a half. I wonder if we we jokingly said that it was some of the the scorned exec was like, no nah, man, it's a mess. I wonder if it is a mess. I wonder, you know, or they're downplaying it, and then it's going to come out, and people could. are going to be like, "What the hell?" And it blew, you know, blows everyone's mind. I don't no, know. it's not. No, I'm kidding. It's not possible. I know because yeah, DC is known for their subtle, right? Thing. <laughs> right? Absolutely. But no, I I do think that there might be a tonal shift coming in fifteen twenty years. Thank you for your prediction, Joe. Way to hedge your bets. Well, that's the box office. Well, thank you, Kevin. You're welcome. So I guess we can go around the table, and everyone can say where to find them. Uh, this is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts, B-U-T-T-S 21. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett and at ReviewSTL.com. And uh, Jeremy, where can they find you? On Twitter at HeinousJ. Awesome. Heinous with an H. Yes. And, and just to be uh, clear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a an, an insane clown posse <laughs> handle, the other one that you were thinking. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, the hate is cuz the anus. Yeah. And uh Jeremy also has a written review uh up of uh what is this? I can't remember what this damn thing the is fate called. Fate of the Furious. Of the Furious. The Fate of the Furious Fast 8. Yes. So so check that out on ReviewSTL.com Okay and you can find me on Twitter At Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe Don't forget if you would like to continue the conversation online There are now two places to do that or I guess There's more but there's a new one you right. can do it at Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers or on Our Facebook page on Facebook at Real Spoilers League of Show Sharers you can go There join the group and uh, Have your voice heard a little bit more Readily Yes. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter at Real Spoilers. Did I say that one? Uh, maybe I did. You I didn't, don't but okay. you may. Uh, but if I didn't, I should have. <laughs> I should say it twice. Uh, and you can go to iTunes, rate, review, subscribe. It helps us tremendously, and that's why we say it every week. So yeah, I um, hope Jeremy has reviewed us on iTunes, and if he hasn't... Oh, pressure's on, man. Oh, I have. Alright, he can can be on the next episode So uh, so that's it for this episode Coming up in the next one, we will tackle The Fate of the Furious, the movie whose name Kevin can't remember To save his life Until then, you've been warned Tryna throw
to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series We Were the Lucky Ones with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Slipped up and overstepped their boundaries. You about to catch a cold state of...